Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. All right, now let's do it again. Let's get a uh, hey from the hey. bottom of the gut. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. 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 <laughs> 
All right. We're shouting at our goals. Hey, goals. Come back over here, goals. Come on. Hey, no, 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 no. Don't run away. Come. Hey, hey. Okay. Come back here. Let that, now say it one more time. All right. Say it like you're, you're calling your goals back to you. Let's go. Hey. Go ahead. Say it now. Hey. Get hey, back over come here. Back. Hey. Come on. That's it. Your goals are right there. Hey, hey. do it again. I'm with you. I'm with you. You guys hey. awake this morning? I'm not continuing until I hear a, a emphatic, hey. All I need is one. Hey! Hey, go get back over here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's what I call the straggler hey right there. Um, okay. So uh, I'm going to talk about 15 money beliefs of super success. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go through it first with a framework, um, which is called the progress triangle. And I know I've talked about this before, but I'm, so I'm going to go through that really quickly just to give us context as to why our, you know, basically what are the three prongs of creating rapid progress? Um, and then we're going to tie it together as to how do you use these three prongs in different areas of your life. So the first thing, there's this thing called the progress triangle that I came up with after a lot of kind of studying in my own life. And, you know, when I first started falling in love with personal development, um, I started by buying courses, right? And I started by buying you know, online courses that were pretty cheap, um, that I thought maybe I'd get to, you know, I'd get to going through these courses and maybe I'd find some way to, you know, uh, in my busy schedule, fully implement the course that I bought. And what do you think happened most of the time? Do you think I finished the course? Yes or no? No. No. And I'm pretty ambitious and still like I, I would buy a course and I'd get like, I don't know, maybe 50, 70 percent of the way through the course. And then I started thinking to myself, um, is there a way that I can amp up the accountability? Is there a way that I can maybe make it easier for me to execute on these courses that I keep buying? Right. So. The next step was to start finding ways to invest in personal development through events, right? So I started trying to supercharge my learning process by going to immersive events. And that's when I started going to Grant Cardone's, you know, boot camps. And I started going to high performance academy boot camps and all this stuff. But then still the same thing was happening after all the boot camps. I thought to myself, well, I got to go buy another boot camp. So why can't I just commit to a high level coaching program? And then that's where my business catapulted is where I started shelling out, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars on joining programs that held me accountable to my goals. And looking back, um, I realized that there's these three prongs that, that create progress rapidly in our lives. And it's called the progress triangle. 
The first prong of the progress triangle is what's called pain of payment. Pain of payment. All three of these prongs of the progress triangle create a release of dopamine and epinephrine. So the happy hormone, which is dopamine, and the stress hormones like epinephrine, norepinephrine. So it creates a stress response in the human brain, but also it creates an excitement response. So when you spend a lot of money on something, which is called pain of payment, it creates two emotions within a short time window, which is the excitement that, hey, I committed to something, but it also creates something that's called buyer's remorse. Buyer's what? Remorse. Remorse. Yep. Okay. So pain of payment is that simultaneous trigger when you commit to something. I always say commitments are made in the wallet or the calendar. Show me your transaction history. Show me your calendar. And I'll, you don't have to tell me what you're committed to. I will tell you what you're committed to. Show me the evidence, right? Pain of payment is a vessel to making rapid progress in life and business, right? That's why people who have a larger payroll, people who spend a lot more money on marketing, right? They're just more committed to their business. They must figure it out. There is no choice. That's why balling on a budget can really limit your growth trajectory in life and business. And the bean counters kill everything, Bill. Those damn bean counters destroy everything, man. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your payroll, Brian? $3 million, uh, wait, a hundred, $2 million a month, accurate $1 million a month. So $3 million a month. <laughs> that, that, that'll keep you up at night. Well, hundred percent. It just shows commitment. What's your marketing budget? Marketing budget for Honda is about 300,000 a month. Accurate about a hundred and a quarter a month. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're either all in or you're not, you know, we'll outspend you. We'll out hustle you. We'll outproduce you. You always have to outproduce the problem. A hundred percent. Right. So this is why I think one of the cheat codes in business is to spend a lot of money on advertising. I mean, it's just, it just is because it forces you to get your sales processes in, in place. It forces you to delegate. It forces you to const, like keep growing. Right. And, um, you know, one of the things that Grant mentored me on when I first met him was the importance of setting goals, not just around gross revenue when you're scaling your business, but set a goal to spend a crazy amount of money on marketing. It sounds weird, but what set a goal on money going out? Uh, yeah, like set a goal on how big your payroll is going to be. Set a goal on how big your marketing budget is going to be. I hey, mean, hey, he, hey, Bill, can I add, some, can I add yeah. something to that? Yeah. There was a, a time at the Acura store when we first started out, we were spending uh, $1,000 a car on advertising, which is more than double the amount. My business partner said to me, Brian, we're spending twice as much per car as we should. And let's just put it in context. We're spending 100000 a month selling about 100 cars a month. And I said, I'm going to keep that 100000 a month spend until it goes down to $500 a car. And the only way to make 500 a car is to sell twice as many cars. And over a short period of time, about a year, we went from 100 cars to 200. The uh, cost of advertising per car dropped to 500. Then it went to 300 cars, the same 100,000. 
which is now down to $300 a car. And it was that consistency in the marketplace. They didn't jumped out to try and catch, just jumped in and jumped out. And they lost the nerve to stick with the higher marketing to support the team and support the store. And, and you know, we've kept it about that uh, level now. And we're doing about 400 Acuras new and used. So now it's down to about $250 a car. We, we consider that, you know, outproducing the problem. Yeah, it's such a good point. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to what's coming, <laughs> what's coming out of your bank account and, and not, not ever stopping with it, right? As you just heard in Brian's story, he committed to keep spending that amount, right? And, and the commitment didn't wane. And, and, and if you keep spending that amount, you at least have the opportunity to optimize that spend and that's why brian works with people like jay abraham and people who can come in and make better use of that spend so that you get a higher return on investment from that spend and, and, and bill the only way to know the return on investment is to do with uh, to measure the what they call the roas which is a return on advertising spend and and don't don't get me wrong we made adjustments in the hundred thousand dollar spend uh, based on what was working and what was not working. You, there is no excuse today to spend $1 that you can't measure the return on. This, this is not about putting up a billboard and saying, yeah, I think it's working. No, it's, it's being very targeted in what you're doing. What is your return on advertising dollar spend, R-O-A-S? And in the digital world today, you can really, that is a science. That's not a guessing game. It's a science. Yeah, it is. And the point that I think everyone can take away here, regardless of where you're at in business is, I don't know how to put this in a way that's not like, you know, oh, I've heard that before, but like, you got to spend money to make money. Now, also you need to spend courage to make money, which is a whole other conversation. But at the end of the day, show me your payroll and show me your marketing spend. And I'll tell you how committed you are to your business. And I mean W-2 payroll. I don't mean freelancers. This is why when I started my business, I made the original commitment right off the bat. We're only hiring W-2. Like, like you're going to have to pull my teeth out for me to hire freelancers because I want to build a culture, right? I mean, my payroll is not even close to Brian Benstock's, but it is a $4.8 million payroll. And on marketing, I mean, we're, we're spending three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a month right now, and it's it's the best feeling in the world. Every morning feels like a like a new day. Like I I must I must succeed. There is no choice when you're spending that much in my world, which is a lot in in my current status in my business. There is no choice, right? And my, the first thing, that's why paying a payment works so well, right? So that's the first prong of the progress triangle. So again, there's two takeaways here. If you're looking to scale your business, right? Hire full-time people so that you're actually committed and spend actual money on marketing. Don't just spend your time on your marketing. Remember this, there's two ways to scale your marketing. Spend your personal time on it, right? Or spend money on it. And there's mixes of those two. So that's the first prong of the progress triangle. The second one is group accountability effect, okay? Group accountability effect. You are 95% more likely to follow through 
on a diet or exercise plan with a partner. 95% more likely, 95% on a diet or exercise plan if there's some form of group accountability, right? So that's the second prong of what's called the progress triangle. So if you wanna make rapid progress, embrace pain of payment and embrace group accountability effect, right? This is something that I do with my fitness. I've started doing high intensity interval training. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. And it's because there's that vibe when you're in a group fitness class where it's like, I, I gotta keep up with the team, right? And there's, there's actual people holding you accountable to showing up unconsciously. The third piece of the progress triangle is what's called the calendar effect, right? So again, I always say, Commitments are made in the wallet or the calendar. Show me your calendar. Show me your transaction history. I will tell you what you're committed. Oh, no, no, Bill, you don't get it. I'm committed to blah, 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 blah. Okay, no, 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 wait, wait. Show me your calendar. Show me your transaction history. No, 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 Bill, Bill, Bill you don't get it. I'm committed to blah, 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 10xing, duh. Uh, okay, no, just open up your calendar. I, I, I get it. Open up your calendar. Show me your bank account transaction history, and I will report to you what you're committed to, right? So it always comes back to this. Show me your calendar. If it's in the calendar, I trust it. If it's not in the calendar, how can I possibly trust that you're committed to X? You want to grow your business, but you're constantly doing $10 an hour, $100 an hour tasks, right? It just doesn't work. So those three prongs are the pieces of the progress triangle. Pain of payment is going to have the biggest impact, like from psychological studies, will have the biggest impact on a human being taking action. When you spend an arm and a leg on something, you are more like, even if it's in the calendar, okay, even if you have group accountability effect, pain of payment is number one by a long shot. You're like 800% more likely to accomplish a goal if pain of payment is used, okay? So let's go through the 15 money beliefs that I believe can supercharge your success as since pain of payment is number one. And then if we have a little bit of time, I'll explain different ways you can tie these three prongs into your life of pain of payment, group accountability effect, and the calendar effect, okay? So... Number one, the million dollar business is the new average, okay? Everyone makes sets goals around like, oh, I wanna do a million dollars, I wanna do a million dollars, million dollars, that's the goal, that's the goal. First of all, you didn't pick that goal, someone else picked that goal, right? Most times, like, we just pick a million out of thin air because it sounds cool, right? Instead of a thousand, it's million, and then there's a one before it, and then we just move on and say, I wanna do a million, right? That's the new average, like, welcome to broke. Like, we gotta speed up this million dollar thing, right? Like, it's, it's, it's average, okay? Like, get there really quickly. Stop making it this 10-year project. Like, just do it in a year, and then move on, right? So that's number one, is, Create your standard so that a million dollars is nothing to you in gross revenue. Like make this, make this like a mandatory belief in your brain so that you stop building this up. 
Okay, number two, currency comes from the word current. Think about this. This is why energy creates money. Like if you're if you're tapped out, if you're low energy, newsflash, your income is likely not growing. Like if you're if you're tapped out, if, if you're bored with what you're doing, the marketplace is going to be bored with rewarding you for what you're doing. Currency is current. This is why the, the energy of the owner of the business is probably one of the top assets of the business. Energy is more valuable than resources, right? Resourcefulness is more valuable than resources. 99%, I mean, of self-created entrepreneurs, they did it through resourcefulness. They did it through energy. They did it through grit. They did it through the intangible factor of resourcefulness, not resources, right? So currency comes from the word current, meaning if you want to supercharge your finances, you got to move faster. You got to be higher energy. You got to be really, really, really clear on your goal. And it doesn't matter where you're at right now. We all flatline. We get to levels of success in our lives and then we start, that becomes the norm. But you got to shake it up again, get into a high current. A high current is fear. When's the last time you really felt fear? You really felt your stomach drop. You really were in that place where it's like, ooh, I got to figure this one out. Whew. More like I get to figure this one out, right? That's a sign your bank account's about to grow. Currency comes from current. This also applies to the actual transaction volume within your business. It's really hard to make money and, and to feel that confidence and that momentum if you only have like one customer paying you a large sum of money. You gotta sell a lot more crap to people. Like there just needs to be more current. It's gotta move faster, right? So that's rule number two is like understand currency comes from current and the energy within your business and within the owner of the business is gonna be one of the key determinants to the outcome of the finances of that business or personally. Okay, number three, everything reflects in its own kind. Meaning, if you're a buyer, you're gonna attract what? Buyers or non-buyers? Someone unmute, let me know. Buyers. Ding, ding, ding. If you're a buyer, okay? If you're a buyer, you're gonna attract buyers. If you're not a buyer, you're not gonna attract buyers. Everything reflects onto its own kind. So what I mean by this is in order, here, let me ask you a question. When a, when a elephant has a baby, does it have a giraffe? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay. Elephant has a baby. It has a what as a baby? A baby elephant. Baby elephant. Baby elephant, right? Okay. Another question is, in order for an apple tree to produce apples, it has to be what? 
an apple tree. <laughs> an apple tree. Exactly. Exactly. It has to be an apple tree. Okay? That is like the root requirement. No pun intended. Okay? That's the that's the underlying requirement. It has to be an apple tree. Okay? When a human being has a kid, it does not have a giraffe. Okay? It has a human being. So the same thing applies to your finances. If you're a buyer, you're going to attract buyers. Right? So this this is why it comes down to... Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You know, why is it so hard to get money from people? Well, it's because it's probably hard to get money from you. I, I know that for me personally, like it's when I started buying a lot of stuff that bettered my life, it transformed my business. You know, we, we run this very large coaching program now, which is doing, I don't know, five, six, five or $6 million a year on annual recurring revenue on 12 month contracts. Like this coaching program that we built was built because I invest $600,000 a year on coaching. Right? So it's easy for me to, I just had my big event with Gary Vaynerchuk, James Clear and um, uh, Mike Mandel. It was, it was awesome. And we were going to get, well, I shouldn't be saying this, but we're getting, we're getting Gary V. He loved our audience so much that he's doing one of our, uh, he's doing one of our next events too. Um, but regardless, I did this big event and we sold a ton of people to join our coaching program. Why is that easy? You know, why, why did we make millions of dollars of sales at this event for people to join my coaching program? Well, it's cause literally I show them a screenshot during my event of the $600,000 that I spent on coaching per year. I, I show a screenshot of it, right? And I say, yeah, you get an opportunity to join my coaching program to learn lessons that I spend $600,000 a year to learn. And you can learn those lessons for only, you know, $40,000 a year, right? And tons of people sign up because my wallet is showing what I'm committed to, which is personal development. Right. So I attract buyers because I am a buyer of personal development. Right. Everything reflects onto its own kind. Number four, it's not your money. Number four, money belief. It's not your money. Stop grasping onto money like it's your money. It's not. Money is the government's money. You just happen to be holding on to it for temporary periods of time. You accumulate it during certain times, not to mention 97%, I think of the world's currency is digital now. 
so when you create this myth in your head that you own money or it's your money, you're pretty much saying I own decimal points in a, in a bank account that someone subjectively assigns value to digitally. You don't, it's not your money. Like this is such an important belief. As soon as you get possessive around your money, you're not going to spend it. As soon as you start grabbing onto it and feeling like, oh, I got to preserve this. This is my money. I got to protect it. Like it's my money. You got to detach and understand that money is, it flows through things. It flows through things. The most successful people, it flows through, right? It goes right through you. And then the most successful people will then redeploy it into something else. I can assure you of this. People who make exponential progress in their lives, they do not do it by hoarding money. There's a period in your life, maybe where that's the right decision. Just hoard the money. Lock it up in a safe. But that's not how you get the money. You get the money by taking risk and using the money, right? So it's not your money. So let go of it and let it be used, okay? Number five, vision cures all limiting beliefs around money. Vision cures all limiting beliefs around money. If you have a clear vision, around any area of your life, anything, your health, your relationships, your da, da, da. the clearer your vision is for a bigger future, the easier it is to spend money. I'll give you an example. Clear in your mind is I'm going to lose 100 pounds or I'm going to have a six pack or I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Clear in your mind, you know what's happening. It's just a matter of time. Is it easier or harder to hire a diet coach or a fitness coach when the vision is crystal clear in your mind? Easier or harder? Go ahead, unmute. Easier or harder to hire a diet coach? Easier. Yeah, way easier. Sign me up. Right? Vision not clear, hard to spend money. Where are we going financially? health. I always give you guys this example. That's why I have, I have a diet coach. That's why I have a fitness coach. That's why I literally every single morning I have to text my, my fitness pal calories to a diet coach every morning, seven days a week. And then I have a weekly accountability call with him where I go through, why did I make those eating decisions on Monday at 7 PM? Why did I make that eating decision at on Thursday at 8 p.m. Why, when I went out this weekend, why did I uh, get dessert? What, what was my emotional state when I decided to get dessert? It's easy. I don't even know what I'm paying him. Probably, I don't know, thousand, two thousand, uh, probably a thousand dollars a month or something. It, it has nothing to do with me getting my health in check. It, the price I'm paying my diet coach has is nothing compared to my goal, which is my health goals, right? 
So the health goals are crystal clear. 12% body fat operating with unstoppable high energy throughout every hour of the day. Those are two goals I write down every day. Oh, I mean, how, what, would, what would you pay to have unstoppable positive energy throughout every hour of the day? And to be at your ideal body fat and to have accountability mechanisms in place to guarantee that you stay there. What's that worth to you? Right? That's why vision cures all limiting beliefs. Same thing in business, right? Vision, if you know where you're going in gross revenue and profit, whatever it is, it's easy to spend money on marketing. It's easy to hire people, full-time W-2 employees, not freelancers. It's easy to buy an office. It's easy to, to make these big commitments when you know I am absolutely positively going here. Right? Vision cures all limiting beliefs. See, oftentimes we do the downside math. Oh, what if it goes wrong? What if I waste this money? What da, da, da. downside math? Risk management math. The most successful people on earth, they do the upside math. The upside math. They go, what if it goes right? What if this works? What if I invest this money and X happens in a good way? That's called doing the upside math. All right, you guys picking this up? Say I'm getting it. Unmute and say I'm getting it. I'm getting it, baby. I'm getting it. I'm getting, I'm getting, it. getting it. Okay, okay, okay. Number six, focus on the top line, not the hundreds of bottom lines. Everyone's worried about cutting expenses, okay? You know, it's so interesting. The profit and loss statement of a business, okay? Profit and loss statement of a business reflects the fears of the human mind. When you look at a profit and loss statement of a business, it has income, right? So it has this income category, and that's one line. And then it has like a hundred lines of expenses. When people create a personal financial roadmap for themselves, it usually looks the same way. It's like one source of income, and then it's like 1,500 micro expenses that I need to quote unquote budget. I've just never followed that line of thinking. My line of thinking is focus on the top line. How do I grow the top line? How do I grow the income? This applies to business and personally. What can I do? Notice the question I'm asking. What can I do to increase the top line revenue sources or the, the actual size of that one source? Remember this, income is profit potential. So in business, right, everyone goes, oh, I, I, wanna, I, would, I wanna run a high profit margin business. Okay, well, your best chances to run a high profit business is to have a lot of revenue coming in so that you at least have the chance, the opportunity to build efficiencies into that revenue 
so that it can be profitable. Now, there's another thing that a lot of people don't look at, and it's called quality of earnings. Now, quality of earnings is actually something that they use when they value businesses. But what about for a human being? Yeah, you may have a high profit solopreneur business, but if you're a slave to your clients and you're a slave to the entire business, what is the quality of those profits and earnings? I remember I met with my accountant when I first was starting my business, we were rapidly scaling. He, he thought I was crazy. Someone unmute and say, Bill, you crazy. Bill, you crazy. That's that's what he made me feel like in my first meeting with him. I hired an accountant when my business is growing. We were only doing like, I don't know, a million dollars or something. And he go, I told him my goal. I told him we're going to do 256 million. We're going to have all these employees. We're going to scale our business. You'll see, you know, in X number of years, we'll be doing over, over X. Blah, blah, blah. And he literally looked at me cross-eyed and was like, okay. Um, and then he asked me a question. He said, Bill, if you could run a $1 million business that profited you $500,000 or run a $10 million business that profited you $500,000, which would you prefer? He thought he was pigeonholing me into me answering the question by going, oh, I'd rather run a million dollar business doing 500K in profit. And I immediately, without hesitation, said 10 million. He was like, what? You're the first person I've ever done accounting for that said that. I was like, yeah, because if, if I have a $10 million business and a team of 40 people, like they're gonna be doing all the stuff that they love to do. And I'm gonna be doing all the stuff that I love to do. But if I have four employees and, I, and I'm running a $1 million business, I'm pretty much a slave to the business. I'm going to have to wear 15 different hats and that 500 K that I make on the million dollar business is going to be lower quality for me. And I could tell you, I was right about that because now I am running a business over $10 million a year in revenue. And I do have over 40 full-time employees and it's true. And I, my quality of life is higher than it's ever been because I don't have to roll up my sleeves and do all the crap that I hate. And I have an amazing team of superhuman talented people that they love doing the things within their specialty. And those, those things happen to be the things that I don't like doing. So the 500 K quote unquote, while we're profiting a lot more than that, um, in, in this, in, in the real world, I would any day of the week choose the 500 K that I profit from my business to be from work activities that I love rather than making 500K in profit with work activities that I hate. Everyone follow me? Can you unmute and say yes if you're still with me? Yes, I'm still with you. Yes. Yes. Okay, good, 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 good. So number seven. So number six was focus on the top line, not the hundred bottom, bottom lines on your financial statement for your life and business. Stop cutting expenses, start increasing revenue. Number seven, don't let money sit still. If you have any money in a bank account right now, you're losing 
right? Like when I get money in my personal bank account, I immediately put it into an S&P 500 index fund. I have a Webull investing app. In my Webull investing app, um, I, I literally put all the money. I try to keep no more than know, 10 or 20K in my personal bank account. And then I put, I push everything else into at least, at least an S&P 500 index fund. Because money can't sit still. Money, money also can't be sitting still from an investment perspective in your business. Now, here's the thing. First, there's three prongs. I learned this from Grant, which transformed my life. When you first get money, you you first a invest in yourself you second invest in your business and then you third invest in external investments so most of you should not be invested in an S&P 500 index fund because you can probably get more than a 15% return by investing in yourself and investing in your business I know this for, I know this for certain. This is why finding coaches and mentors is so valuable because when you invest in yourself and you invest in your business, you can literally turn that into a 200, 300% return. Like I'll give you an example. Like I spent, I spent $50,000 doing public speaking training per year with Myron Golden. Like I spent that $50,000 invested in myself. I will never lose the skills that I learned on public speaking from Myron. I will, I don't care. The only way I can lose the skills is if somehow my brain got removed from my head tomorrow. Somehow I woke up, my brain was on the ground and I had no memory or recollection of anything. That's very unlikely to happen. So therefore, I think it's safe to assume that when you make an investment in yourself, in your skill set, I mean, there is nothing that can take that away from you. So think about what are the keystone skills I must learn? Is it public speaking? Is it marketing? Is it Facebook ads? Is it Google ads? Is it whatever? And how can I invest in myself? so that I know how to do X for the rest of my life. That's the risk of money sitting still. If your money is sitting still and you're not investing in yourself, you're not going to gain a skill. And similarly, if your money's sitting still and you're not investing in your business, your business is also going to be sitting still. Okay. Okay. That's number seven. Don't let money sit still number eight get mad about the opposite stuff see people get mad when they spend too much money on stuff like ah, i spent too much on marketing i spent too much on this personal development thing i spent too much on this coach i spent too get mad about the opposite stuff we just signed up for this um event coming up and my business partner was like wait you mean it's only two thousand dollars a ticket I was like, yeah, do you think we should go to this? He was like, I don't know. That seems really cheap. Right? Because we, we join masterminds where there's a, where there's a barrier 
right? So we, we join masterminds and, and coaching things where it's like 50K to enter because we know that we're only going to be surrounded by players, right? So we were very hesitant to buy these $2,000 tickets because we're worried it's too cheap. We got mad about the opposite stuff. Most people would go, oh, $2,000 for one day. Oh my gosh, that's so much money, right? We got mad. What? I'm mad it's only $2,000. I can't believe it's only $2,000. What the heck? Like, who's going to be let into this event? Is it going to be worth our time? So everything you get mad about with money, literally flip it on its head. If you want to become wealthy faster, flip whatever you're frustrated about around money on its head and become frustrated about the opposite thing. Anything you thought was too much money, get mad about the opposite thing. Oh, that's too little money. I can't believe, I can't believe it's only X. What's, what's wrong with this thing? Okay. That's number eight. Get mad about the opposite stuff. Number nine, don't spend time to get money and results. Spend money to buy time and results. I'll say that again. Don't spend time to get money and results. Spend money to buy time and results. <laughs> See, in our, what's called a rugged individualistic society where people, we have this solopreneur infection happening across the world where people think they can do everything themselves, right? Think about this, right? I did this for years and I went to the gym. I spent my time to get the results, right? I spent my time to get the results in the gym and it was hard and it was arduous and right. Every day I, I disciplined, I woke up early, I went to the gym, I lifted, I blah, 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 and I, and I kept my headphones in. I was completely silent and I grinded through and then I walked home all alone. Now I spent money to buy time and results. I join high intensity interval training classes. I have a fitness coach. I have a diet coach, right? So I spend money to buy time and results. Now I don't have to think about my workout plan. Now all I have to do is show up and I have the accountability to keep me to that plan, right? Same thing in business. Like the only thing I can guarantee you of this that you don't get back is your what? Unmute with me. Time. Well, I'm just going to roll up my sleeves and learn how to build my own website. Okay, you'll never get that time back. I'm just going to roll up my sleeves and learn how to do Facebook ads myself. Okay, you'll never get that time back. What is the opportunity cost of you learning and doing things that you're not good at doing? See, often when we exchange our time to learn skills or well, exchanging time to learn skills is valuable. Exchanging time to get results or money is not always smart because there's, there's better ways that you can use money to buy time and results. How do I get the money bill? How do I get the money bill? Does anyone want to know how to get the money? 
Does anyone want to know? Yes or no? Yes. The money. Okay. Here's how you get the money. How do I get the money, Bill? Yep. This is the key. You get the money by doing more money making tasks, higher value activities. That's how you get the money. It's, it's really simple. Look at the tasks that you do throughout the week and ask yourself what percent of these tasks are the highest possible value tasks, are the highest money producing tasks. How many of them am I, are, am I doing? Right? The way you make more money is you stop doing the tasks that don't produce the money and you start doing more of the tasks that do produce the money. Why do you think, it's not rocket science, why do you think most self-made entrepreneurs know sales? Uh, it's because they're able to focus on the money in the beginning when they start the business. They're able to focus on how do I get the money? Tasks, right? So that's how you get the money. You have to change what you do throughout the day in order to get more money. It's very simple. It, it just literally takes a habit shift. All right. So that's number nine. Don't spend time to get money and results. Spend money to buy time and results. And the way you get the money is you spend more of your time on money making activities. Then you take that excess money and you start spending it to buy time and results. Okay, number 10, the hidden cost of complacency. The hidden cost of complacency. See, your biggest expense is not taxes. Everyone says, oh, it's taxes. How many of you have heard that before? Unmute and say, yes, your biggest expense is taxes. Anyone ever hear that? One person, anyone else? You guys awake? Yes. 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 Okay. Your biggest expense is taxes, right? It makes sense. If you make X amount of money, 50% of it goes to the government when all is said and done. It's not your biggest expense. Okay. Your biggest expense is not knowing. Your biggest expense is not knowing how to get to the next level. The cost of complacency, like if you just had a few more skills, if you just knew a couple of those key skills that would transform your business, you could be making $5 million a year. But right now, you're making $500,000 a year, right? As an example. Well, what's the difference between 5 million and 500,000? 4.5 million. So right now you're paying the government 250K on your 500K, but the real biggest expense is not knowing how to go from 500K to 5 million. Can I get an unmute and a yes if you're following me on that? Yes. 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 Exponentially bigger of an expense. <laughs> right? 
that is the hidden cost of complacency, right? And it literally traps our lives if we don't figure out how to solve it. Okay, next one. So that's number 10, uh, the hidden cost of complacency. Number 11, money is commitment. It literally is commitment. So replace the word commitment with money from now on. <laughs> It'll be funny. You'll be in the in the uh, you know middle of a conversation. You know, I really have to stick to my fitness money instead of saying fitness commitment. <laughs> it's just a funny little like thinking exercise that I, I did at one point in my life where I literally replaced the word commitment with the word money because I started learning the importance of anything that I need to be committed to, I got to show it in the wallet. I gotta do it, right? It works to pay people for accountability, information, community. It works to pay people for stuff. Again, what do we, most of us think when we're gonna pay someone for something? It's not gonna work. That's our, uh, our human brain goes there first. So if money is commitment, then you got to believe that it works to pay people for stuff. This is the top thing. Who, not how, who, not how we all feel like oh, I got to figure out how to do X. I got to figure out how to do Y. Yeah, maybe. Or you could just find the who. Just find the who. I always use this example for law firm owners. I'm like, you could go try and figure out all the marketing stuff in the world, or you could just go hire Morgan and Morgan's, the largest PI law firm in the United States, Morgan and Morgan. You could just go hire Morgan and Morgan's marketing director, have them work for your law firm, and then you don't have to do any of the research on what to do for marketing. You employed a who instead of learning the how, but that's going to take money, right? Commitment feels great. The heart follows the pocketbook. The heart follows the pocketbook. This is from the Bible, my friends, not the other way around. The heart follows the pocketbook. It follows what you've spent money on because you're more committed to it. Okay, so number 11, that's money is commitment. Number 12, money goes down before it goes up. How do I get the money, Bill? Well, money goes down before it goes up. What does everyone sell you, though, on Facebook ads and all these coaches and stuff, right? Well, what they sell you is how to make a million dollars using X strategy with zero dollars out. How many of you have saw an ad like that on Facebook? Can I get an unmute and a yes? Have you ever seen an ad like that? Oh yeah. Yep. Every day. Right. I mean, they're, they're preying on us, right? They're trying to get that credit card out. That's not true. Right? No, the truth is like if every Facebook ad was true, it would say, uh, X strategy requires, a ton of work, 
massive commitment, your bank account to go down, a period of uncertainty of three months, and doubt going through your brain through the whole process. Sign up. Like, that's one of my hopes and dreams, is in the future, like, I, we'll get such a big marketing budget at my company that we can just do the opposite of what everyone else does on Facebook ads. And then we could just start selling stuff that's like, how to, how to get rich really slowly and predictably through gruelingly hard work, personal development, and fear. <laughs> sign up here then i feel like we'd probably only get the best people in the united states to sign up but probably not a lot of people okay so money goes down before it goes up is the rule there's no easy way for me to put it but bank accounts got bank account has got to go down first then it'll go up when i bought my first online course I literally remember this today. I bought this course from Eben Pagan. It's when I, I knew nothing about marketing. $5,000. I had no money at all. This is when I, before I started any bit, this is 10 years ago. Bought this course from Eben Pagan. It was like five grand, right? And I literally put it on a credit card. And then I bought uh, Cardone uh, uh, Sales University, uh, Cardone University for five grand. 10 grand on a credit card that like nothing in the bank account but my bank account went down that created an impetus for me to make sure what i bought for 10 grand those two courses worked and it did work right money goes down before it goes up number 13 resourcefulness generates money not resources see i i used this phrase earlier takes money to make money that's that's not necessarily true at a certain level yeah it takes money to make money once you can't exchange time any further yeah that's true but for most of us it takes courage to make money not money it takes courage to make money right? Courage is doing literally the best path to generating courage is to literally pace around your house after this call is done, after this clubhouse uh, session is done, pace around your house, close your eyes, like do it in a circle so you don't run into stuff. Like just do it in like a small little area where there's somewhere where you can walk comfortably without running into stuff. Close your eyes for a second. And then after you walk around for a minute, then stop and ask yourself one question. What is it I am most afraid of doing? So you're going to pace around for one minute just to get your, your body moving, right? Pace around for a minute, close your eyes, okay? And then you're going to stop. You're going to ask yourself, what is it I'm most afraid of doing, right? as it pertains to things that can benefit your business, benefit your life. Pull out a notebook, right? Write down what came to mind. And most times this is a recurring thought. 
well, I really, I got, got to put out a webinar on X. I got to, got to start a talk show, start a podcast. I got to, you know, and it's usually this recurring thought that we've been waiting until the right time to quote unquote do it. Does the right time ever come? Yes or no? No. No, no, no. Now no. is the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Do do what do whatever came to your gut that you're most afraid of that can benefit your business or life. Do it now. Oh, but Bill, I don't have the, the bandwidth to create a, a challenge. Uh, put up the freaking landing page, pr promote the challenge and figure it the heck out. And hey, if no one shows up, record your Zoom and now you got a YouTube video. You can just talk to yourself for the hour and then now you have a YouTube video that you can post on YouTube. Done. Move on. Okay, I, I held a challenge. Now you can tell people I held a challenge. No one showed up, but I held a challenge. I held a webinar. Who the heck cares? Just do it. Get it out the door. Right? Start your talk show. Start your podcast. Just do it. Right? Resourcefulness generates money is what this rule is. How resourceful are you? You can listen to any billionaire's come up story and you will notice there was a time period when John Paul DeJoria, founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Products, was sleeping in his car. He ran out of the uh, printing materials to have colored bottles for Paul Mitchell and he had to make them black and white, black and white bottles. He got resourceful. He said, how can we make black and white bottles look sexy? How can we make it look simple and clean so that the hairdressers eat it up? He got resourceful. Okay, number 14, then number 15 is our last one. Number 14, money belief. All debt is not bad debt. Debt on yourself and developing skills, debt on your business that will have a positive upside math, upside opportunity for your business, it's not bad debt. Especially in real estate, when you have a hard asset backing the debt, right? And the leverage that comes from that debt. So all debt is not bad debt. Some of you have goals to clear your credit card debt or clear XYZ debt. I'm telling you, man, when you, when you can spend money on stuff that gets you a 400 X return, like you don't need to clear your debt. <laughs> you just keep doing more of the stuff that gets you a 400 X return, which is always going to come down to investing in yourself and investing in your business. That's your best chance to get a 400% annual return on your money, which leads to point number 15 the best bet this is the last money rule the best chance you have of catapulting your finances is to double down on yourself or double down on your business stop looking into crypto stop looking into nfts stop looking into all these distractions I don't have one penny in crypto. 
I don't freaking need crypto. I'm maniacally obsessed with one thing. And that's SMB team. That's my business. And myself developing the skills to deserve the goals I've set for my business. So invest in yourself, invest in your business. That is your best bet, your best chance to catapult your finances. So my name's Bill. Uh, this is the end of my segment. If you want to download my tools bundle at the top, I'll leave it up there for one minute. Um, this has some of my business growth tools in it that I've used from a lot of my coaching for free. That link is up at the top. Uh, and then separately, if you, uh, I'm going to post a picture of one of my tools like I've been doing on Wednesdays on my Instagram. So if you click onto my profile on Clubhouse, give me a follow on Instagram. I'll be posting one of my uh, tools on my Instagram story today. So make sure you give me a follow. That's all I got, guys. Stay great. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.